0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered, episode number 334. We're here on Tuesday, December 7th. It is Pearl Harbor Day. Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day, 80 years ago today. Those dirty Japs attacked us. Uh, you could say that because you're Asian. Yeah. but in- <laughs> I'll say the dirty Japanese. Yeah. Uh, never to be forgiven. Yes. Never to be forgotten. A day that will live yes. in infamy.
1: We got hit by the yellow peril.
0: Oh, my God. All right, moving. <laughs> 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 you know, it, it actually is pretty sad because today. Oh, yeah. yeah you know, through the news coverage and stuff. Yeah. And there's not that many of them left. I mean... Of our great warriors. Right, I mean, this you know?
1: is... I mean, when they said the 80-year anniversary, I'm just like, well, these guys were, you know, 18 years old, some of them. Yeah. A lot of them have passed on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it really is a shame.
0: Yeah, so, Uh. you know, it, it just was totally different generation, and I worry that if we were hit with something like that today, we'd never be... Able oh, to no to way. Up, we would, like, we would. There would be... We would be... I'd like to think that we could, but, like, no, you know, can't. the greatest generation, no, we, can we can never can't. live up no, to that. So, no. uh, Let's start off the show with a victory for once. The communist piece of s***, sh- Saul Omorova, which we've been talking about quite a bit on this show recently, has withdrawn for the nomination yeah, for the Office have of, the the votes. of the controller of the Currency. Uh, because, yes, uh, she didn't have the votes. Didn't have the so votes. That's great. That's a victory for once. Uh, now we just need to get that anti-free speech uh, GG sown. So if you haven't been, call your senators, call your senators, even if you have Republican senators, because some of them, you know, are getting lobbied by the turncoats over at Newsmax and some at OAN, Uh uh, which are trying to get this dumb because they think that if somehow they have someone in there that attacks Fox News, that's going to be beneficial for them. Uh, Whereas clearly they're not realizing that she hates all conservative uh media and she thinks that all of us. Should not only have a platform, not we should, at all. We should be in jail. But we should be in the gulag, in is what she truly believes.
1: I'm just worried because we, we, we've we seen this happen before, right? We've seen Neera Tandon's nomination get sunk, right? Uh-huh. But then Vanita Gupta gets confirmed. Yeah. We see Chipman get tanked. You, I, I'm just afraid that this is like a red herring yeah. to get Gigi. She was like the real prize the whole time, maybe. Uh, she like sacrificial Although lamb. I
0: would say that with the way the Salt. split is on the FCC, yeah, uh, that they could probably want some of this. And remember, this for the FCC is replacing a Dem position, yeah, because um, the way it's split is yeah, you know. yeah. Now the for to be in charge of the OCC is much more. Uh, powerful position mm. and mm. affects the financial system much more greatly. So, mm. you know, I agree with you that it could be a problem. Yeah. Um, I'm afraid what they're what they're going to try to do here. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But, keep but the good pressure news. On. But
1: good news. She's gone. Keep That's the pressure on.
0: Call your senators mm-hmm. because we need to stop Gigi zone. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, let's see what else. Which now we're probably on the list once she does get confirmed. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, know, right? uh, Biden's foreign policy issues total disaster. Oh, it, I mean, it's just a flat out total disaster.
1: I mean, I don't think he knows what's going
0: on. No, he, do you, do you he think he knows what's going on? He doesn't know what's going on. Uh, you know, he had that cold last week that was. Omicron? Uh, who knows? You know, they say it wasn't COVID. They released a negative COVID result. But, you know, that... Yeah, well, you know it, what? I, you that know, could be doctor. Give, yeah, give, give anybody some, you know... But then, Photoshop
1: works wonders.
0: I love how he was, you know, at the White House on, I don't know whether it was Friday or Thursday, and he gave that remarks where he sounded sick and he was asked, and he said, oh, yeah, I'm sick from my grandkid. Well, he was out at a restaurant that night not wearing a mask. And I'm like... Okay, you Super know, spreader. now, not to say that he shouldn't necessarily be, but if he's the one and his government is saying, if you're sick, stay home, if you're sick, wear a mask, you know, maybe they follow their own f-ing rules, yeah, right? No. That's Let's just like on. when he was up in uh, Nantucket at that billionaire's property, he was spotted in a store which clearly said, masks required, now, of course, I'm not in favor of that, yeah. but... He was in the store shopping mm-hmm. with no, no mask, mask on. on, right? And then, of course, you know, because he thinks when he's inside a store with a glass front <laughs> that people can't see him, before he comes out, <laughs> he puts the mask on <laughs> for the cameras. <laughs> and it really exposes yeah. what we've been talking about, oh, how yeah. it's all theater. Oh, yeah. The masks don't do they sh- don't do anything. On. But anyway, that was an aside. Yeah. Foreign policy. <laughs> Biden had his call with Vladimir Putin of Russia today, And, of course, the topic of the call was because Russia is massing troops along the Ukrainian border, which we've been talking about for weeks and weeks and weeks, and we've predicted for weeks that he will invade Ukraine. A lot of interesting things coming out of this. So, one, our press was not allowed in, but reporters for the Russian state media were. Uh Ah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. right? And now, you know, we come to find out that Biden is like, well, you know, maybe it won't be a military option, but what we could do are financial sanctions. And and before we came on to this episode here, I was just reading one of your tweets, which you made an excellent point. How long have we been sanctioning Russia financially? No, really. Right? Yeah. And it just doesn't work. No. Because they're, the ruling class are all billion—they're all rich. Right. They don't care. Now, I will say that the one thing he is talking about doing, which I think would be a total f-ing disaster and would be one of the worst ideas possible, that their so-called you know, nuclear option for as far as financial uh, sanctions would be to lock Russia out of what's referred to as the SWIFT system. And it's, it's something, something, something financial transactions. It's essentially the global financial transaction system, uh. the electronic financial transaction system. Now, there's a number of issues with this. Mm-hmm. Top amongst them is they realize that Europe gets nearly all of its f-ing energy from Russia, right? Yes. Yeah. That's,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the natural gas. So like, how like, are you
0: going to pay Russia for that? Yeah, no.
1: Yeah. I mean that's how that's how Ukraine has been kind of like on the on the edge regarding like Russian politics like if Ukraine does something that Russia doesn't like they just turn off the gas. Right. They turn off the gas and then and then they freeze. I I believe Germany had to open up their natural gas reserves. Now, granted this is like 10, 10 plus years ago. Mm-hmm. But they had to, you know, loosen those up to make sure people didn't freeze to death. Um, well now when you have Nord Stream And, and more now, straining- Ger- Germany's getting closer to Russia too with, with regarding to that natural gas. You, know, you have Nord Stream? Nord Stream
0: 2, yeah. which is the pipeline they're building right now. Yeah. And, you know, today, Jake Sullivan. Deep at the State White, Jake? At, yeah, Deep State Jake. Yeah. Pfizer Jake. Yeah. Uh, at the White House. And he, he says, oh, well, Nord Stream 2 doesn't really give Putin a strategic advantage. Oh, my God. Like, what?
1: Isn't Gazprom, like, behind that that pipeline or one of the principles behind that pipeline? I think so, yeah. If Gas that's the Kremlin.
0: Well, yeah. It, that's it, it, the- Obviously, obviously, I mean, like, Jake, come on,
1: like, we know this already. What the hell's going on over there? His
0: reasoning was, well, Nord Stream 2 isn't filled with gas yet. It's not completed. Okay, but it's going to be. It's going to be, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And who allowed that to happen? (laughs) Biden, right? Yeah. And you made another great point. Uh, This is just a return to the Obama-Biden administration. Yeah. Because it was under them. Yeah that Putin took Crimea.
1: Yeah, It that Crimea was the appetizer, and the main entree is going to be the whole rest of the country, and I think Biden's going to allow him to take it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Meanwhile, we have China
0: that's getting overly aggressive with Taiwan. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second, yeah. but I wanted to first hit on this whole Ukraine thing because yeah. there's a lot of rabble-rousing going on in the media right now about this, and I have a little bit of an issue with it because most of it is coming from the same failed foreign policy establishment uh, here in D.C. and elsewhere in New York City and other places that have totally f***ed up every foreign policy decision over the past 20 to 30 years in this country, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. They really think that we should go to full-fledged war, and they're not talking financial sanctions. They're talking— Like nukes? They're talking hot action, not necessarily Mm. nukes, but hot action on the (laughs) ground— For <laughs> – nice <laughs> phrasing, right? For – to defend Ukraine, which is not a NATO country. No. For, for a very specific yeah, reason. Yeah, 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 Right? Yeah. And I just
1: have such a problem with that. I mean, that is a great way to get into a hot war right there. Is It's, it's trying to push Ukraine into this. Now, of course, on paper, in theory, the more NATO countries that, that keep Russia, like, contained, like, geopolitically, the better. Yes. But Russia doesn't like that either. I mean, look what they did to Georgia. Georgia was right. on the verge of yeah. that, and they f- invaded and ran roughshod over them in 08. Yeah. So you, you don't think they're going to do the same thing with Ukraine?
0: Think again. Well, yeah, exactly. Just to me, it yeah. seems like it's just such a, a terrible idea to go full-fledged on this for Ukraine, which, yeah. you know, not to be—what did Jonah Hill say in War Dogs? You know, not to be the ugly American. Yeah, here, yeah, 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 But Ukraine doesn't serve any purpose for us. No. Sorry. Not like, really. Like, they don't. You know, it's on them— to defend their own country, yeah. right? We shouldn't have to swoop in and save them. And if they want to defend their own country, great. There's rumors of, you know, the military's outfitting civilians with firearms to take up arms against Russia should they invade, and great, I love that, mm. right? But it shouldn't be our job. No. You know, Ukraine's not NATO. Now, if they were NATO, different, different story. story. Different Article story. 5, that's yeah. how it works, right? Yeah. But there's a reason they're not full-blown NATO yet, right? Like, Putin's not going to go for a NATO country. Now, He's just not going to do if they give us dirt on Biden...
1: Then absolutely, we should defend them to the <laughs> hilt. We should defend them to the hilt if that's well, the
0: case. Well, and so I'm glad you brought that yeah. up because that's the other angle that plays in here is Biden's close ties, his close family ties to Ukraine, mm-hmm. right? That could play into the decision-making process. Now, you brought up Taiwan. Flip it around, mm-hmm. Right. Strategically, we're actually better suited to defend Ukraine, even though that's the one we shouldn't defend, yeah. than we are to defend Taiwan, so which is the one we should defend. Yeah. Because there's a whole list of issues of yeah. reasons why we should I mean, defend them. If
1: if to be better positioned, we should probably get some 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 carriers. Okay, well area. here's the
0: issue. Okay. I was right. just having this argument right. with somebody earlier today. Oh geez. We can't put
1: our carriers at risk. Oh, because of the anti-carrier missiles that yeah. China has developed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. We can't put our carriers at risk over Taiwan, right? If our Pacific carriers get sunk, oh, do you God. know the vulnerability oh from that, right? Yeah. So and, and, it's and like Pearl, hey, you brought up Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Thank. Our carriers
1: went out for training exercises on the day the attack, because then we would have been wide open to invasion. Oh yeah, wiped wide
0: out. open. So, and that's part of the problem here is that. You know, I I'm I'm for the idea of helping Taiwan defend themselves against China. China is absolutely the largest yes. political geopolitical threat China that we is face. Ass- which yeah. you know the Dems were just saying you know oh it's Russia right? Remember yeah, remember know, all yeah. that twenty sixteen the election. I know I know. Now. And 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 they still say oh well you know China could basically do whatever they want to because they love China and Biden's owned by China. We yeah, all know it. Yeah. But. You know, there's only so much we could do. Mm-hmm. Again, it's going to be on them to defend themselves. And, you know, beyond... And, and Trump even said this, you know, I want to help Taiwan. I want to do what we can. But it's just so f***ing far. Yeah. Right? And, <laughs> yeah. and you know, and yeah. that seems like a, a so totally simpleton take on it. But it's the truth. It's the truth. Right? Yeah, Our next closest military you know assets or bases or whatever you want to call it would be guam and south korea mm-hmm. right now south korea are we going to use that as a launching station for a war with china you have Okinawa. I yeah i don't think south korea is going to want that oh no right probably not and and more, those troops are there for the joint defense of south korea yeah right uh against north korea not again i mean yeah. i guess against china but what you can gonna you get extended yeah but they could wipe out Guam in a second. Yeah. Right? Which is why I think that
1: a good buffer for this, to buy some time, is if we totally push for Japan to change their constitution. Unleash yeah. Japan. Because let me tell you, they got... I mean, they pound for pound, they're, I mean, their weaponry and materials is, is just like ours, almost. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is a technologically advanced military. It has a navy. It has missile defense. It can get there quickly. You know, it will... Obviously, you know Beijing will think twice about fucking around in the Straits if they want to pull mm-hmm. something. If if Japan has been unleashed, and it can buy time, yeah. So our mean, carriers get into position because that's I mean that that, that is Taiwan's. But the problem is, defensive I mean, ethos is basically not to defeat China; it's to hold out until the Americans come. Basically, yeah,
0: but I don't know. I, I, are we're gonna put our carriers at risk for this? <laughs> We made a promise decades ago well, to defend them. Yeah, <laughs> you, know what they, you know what they say about promises. I know. They they're be made, made, be made to be broken. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I just don't see a way that we could do that strategically without well, some use of nuclear, right, which you exactly, can't do. I have to say, without firing some missiles. Right. That I just, and, you know, with them, be, they're the only country that has these so-called carrier killer missiles. Yeah. It's just too risky. Yeah.
1: Unless we can, and this is probably I mean, you probably do, they're not going to say it, but this is why I say that we need to race to weaponize space. Yeah. If we can get yeah. some some missiles mm-hmm. in space on a satellite that could like prevent, you know, I, that that that's just me. When I was going. That could shoot list- down these damn you know carrier missiles. Yeah. Calibers,
0: you know? I was going through a list of the recent war games today over this type of thing of the invasion of Taiwan, and I bet it's messy as all hell. Well, nine times out of ten we lose. Like, get wiped out. Like, totally wiped out. Anything we put at risk gets wiped out. The one time we won was under non-real-world circumstances to begin with. So I'll preface it with that. So you can basically discount it, right? It's like StarCraft. You just add some cheat codes. Essentially. (laughs) But even in that situation, the losses were so numerous in manpower and equipment, counting, you know, drones, carriers, just battle groups of ships, planes the the decimation of our forces would be so large that it begs the question would it be worth it? Oh, right yeah yeah and, and you Epiric know this victory is, this is where Trump's realism was so on point yeah was that you know we we just don't we're not strategically well positioned to wage a war geographically there right now. you know mm. World War II was a different scenario. we were we were coming in right? And going back to what you said about Japan and unleashing them, just think of how different the world would be today if, one, Japan didn't attack Pearl Harbor, which, yeah. you know, you could talk about that forever. <laughs> but they almost wiped the Chinese out. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Just think. Yeah. Yeah. Same same thing with yeah. how the world would be different. I mean, that was
1: a mess, too, because remember, the Japanese invaded. When the Chinese were fighting each other between the communists yeah, and Chiang Kai Shek, yeah. and Chiang Kai Shek wanted to keep fighting both the Japanese and and the communists, actually, I shouldn't say that. He thought the communists were a bigger problem, yeah, yeah. And he finally, actually, he he was kidnapped, and a brief like treaty was signed between Mao and him, basically saying like, okay, enough bullshit Our nation's being raped by the Japanese. Mm-hmm. You and I were f- combining forces, and when we get the Japanese out, yeah, then we can start killing each other again. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. So I mean, uh, yeah, it was
0: just the perfect timing for that.
1: But you know, China, <laughs> if
0: you're a Japanese, China is it, the time. I'm all for standing up to China. You know me. I'm like the biggest China hawk there I is. Know, I, I hate China. That's a lot of land. Mass. I hate There's the communists. I hate China.
1: They get. They have an but, endless reservoir of human resources. Right. Literally. That's what so, I was just like. About you're, to like say. you say. Like I, mean, I knew. I knew exactly the point you were getting to when, when we. You know. Our losses would be so numerous it would take us decades, right? Probably to mm-hmm. to to, to re- if, we well, if we could recover while they're still on the rise and and, all, and strategically yeah. and threatening And all they us. have to do yeah. is get you know some peasants from the farm, give them a gun, put them on a Boston Whaler, yeah. and then f-ing go over and finish the rest
0: of Taiwan. Oh yeah, and and do you they they have right unlimited human resources yeah. which they can throw into an yeah, army. They also army. have nukes. Well, and also which they I, you I, don't. I, I I can see them using that. Perhaps, absolutely, and that leads perfectly to my next point. You don't think that they would be willing to commit war crimes or genocide Mm -hmm. or indiscriminately bomb and rocket the out of them? Yeah. Right. If they're gonna go for it, they're gonna go for it. Yeah,
1: you know, Malaise don't even mention. He's like, it doesn't matter if we lose half a million people. I still got another half a million.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, So that's (laughs) that's the real problem, and. You know, I'm all for it being backing Taiwan. I just strategically think there's not a hell of a lot we could do. Unless we start building our own damn islands. Well, yeah, but that's the thing. That's
1: one thing. Like, if we start, if we're serious about this, we got to start building some man made islands around there and, the,
0: and getting some people there. And But they're not going to allow that. To no, I know. Well, yeah, I know. The, well, I'm just, yeah. the time to stand up to China was a couple decades ago.
1: Yeah, we blew
0: that. And what did we do with that? Yeah. Oh. The uh what was it, the open China or the trade allowing them yeah, into the world trade or, yeah, yeah. all of that. Yeah. All of that was strategic blunders, yeah. which ironically you can't argue Biden that. oversaw.
1: Yeah. And and you know what? I And to, Bush. And Bush. Yeah. You know, Bush opened the floodgates a little too much. No good. I, I understand he tried with that steel tariff which was ruled illegal by the WTO. I, I get that. But after that it was there was like it just it just yeah. it was more of um how do you put it? It was like co- – not coddling, but – They just let them do whatever they, just they want. let there's an arm's length, you know, kind of day. China
0: manipulated currency. Yeah. They did everything. And, the you know, what I said earlier today was that the time to kill I China mean, in the really, crib I mean, it, was it, long gone. I mean, the
1: Bush – it really did take a hammer to man, American manufacturing.
0: Yeah. In the, early, the early 2000s. Oh, it, it decimated was us. It was bad. And, you know, the one real strategic issue with Taiwan is that they have – a, a massive portion of the chip foundries. hmm You know, the computer chips that we're so short on now to begin with. Yeah, can't get uh, new and,
1: cars or uh, washing machines.
0: And Congress spent $1.2 to $1.4 trillion on that so-called infrastructure package and not a single f-ing chip foundry to be built as part of it. Mm-hmm. You know? So they're not taking it seriously. And, and we could have been using this whole time to build those. Yeah. So... You know, luckily, a few manufacturers are, like Samsung and others. I think Samsung's opening one in Texas, uh, but the capacity, you know, won't be met. So that's a cluster there waiting to happen. But I think the more timely, pressing concern is the whole Ukraine thing, and hopefully Biden doesn't get us into a war over this. But that's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Meanwhile, we're getting in the ass by Iran, too, (laughs) because Biden is so intent on bringing back the Iranian nuclear deal, even though we know it's completely failed because they already have nuclear weapons.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, even, it's activists, like, even activists, even activists, they were like, "Don't do it." It just doesn't make sense. And then you have Secretary Blinken saying, "Well, it doesn't seem like you know Iran is all that serious about the the, the nuclear deal." I'm like, "You think? No, you think they these weren't guys, serious in the guys, first place? They're gonna get us killed. These this yeah. clown circus, this
0: crew is gonna get us f-ing killed." That's what it is. They weren't serious in the first place. No, they weren't. They took our money. They took the pallets of cash that Obama sent to them. And they funded the nuclear program and they funded terrorism. What they want, it was a few months of good overtures because they wanted the
1: sanctions to be eased and to get all that money back. That's exactly what they wanted.
0: They want another pallet of francs and gold. Yeah, the whole thing is f***ed up. Uh, But, you know, this goes back to the main recurring point that we knew that Biden would be a foreign policy failure. What, what yeah. was it that Gates said that he has been wrong on
1: every single major foreign policy decision endeavor initiative for the past 40
0: years? Yeah. At so. least 40 years.
1: Going back to like when Anwar Sadat was still alive. Mm-hmm. That's like the Detroit Lions
0: of foreign policy. <laughs> well, the Lions won this weekend. so They did, you know, they did okay. get one win. Okay. The first one in a year. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and, and, and then this is all following on the total failure of the Afghanistan withdrawal. Oh, my um, God. And that was actually the last point I made yeah. with the the Taiwan thing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: was that we couldn't even properly orchestrate a withdrawal from Afghanistan, a country that we had 20 years of entrenched military base, just bases and knowledge yeah, and, operations, mandar, for sure. and operations, we couldn't even do that without it being yeah. a total cluster. There's still How hundreds we, left behind. Oh, yeah, how are we going to defend an island all the way across the globe? I know. You know? Well, <laughs>
1: I think we can,
0: but not with this crew. Not with well, this guy yeah. here. Yeah. But, he. But again, Xi's not going to do that yeah. with a hopefully post-Biden Republican president. Oh, yeah, no, no He's going to do it under Biden. Yeah, no way. You know, yeah. like— yeah. Speaking so, of
1: Afghanistan, didn't, wasn't there a deadline that was missed?
0: Yeah, they missed the, the Biden administration missed the deadline to provide uh, the evidence and information surrounding the Afghanistan withdrawal to Congress for proper oversight, which I, shocking, you know. Yeah, just gross incompetence. Well, they have a lot to hide about what went on yeah. there. Uh, all of this comes on the heels that we found out that nearly all of those so-called refugees that we brought in were unvetted.
1: Yeah. We and, might
0: as well have just shut
1: down the planes, honestly. And people. how
0: <laughs> would that happen, might you ask? Well, they got here, and then the Biden administration decided, well, it's going to be too complicated to do all of this vetting, so let's just let them out. Yeah, that's literally what their decision process. No one was. gives. It's not also, an exaggeration. No one
1: gives a f- about that that talking point. Well, what about the Americans left behind? Listen, listen, we got one hundred twenty nine thousand people out in thirteen days. I don't give a. F- yeah. I don't care. They're all terrorists anyway. I so know. I don't really care. It, know. You know, it could have been 500,000. It was 500,000 people who shouldn't even be here.
0: I, well, when it's not I like, just
1: want the Americans out. I, and that's it's all not I like care those
0: about. people were even the ones that helped us. No. It was just the random f-ing Afghans no. that managed to get and, on the plane. And it happened
1: to break through the barricades yeah. around the, the yeah. airport because, well, first of all, having the Taliban as the TSA of the yeah. airport, that's just another. We're well, just really
0: getting a whole. You could post more on that forever. Yeah, I mean, that, that was just horrible. Total, but you know it goes back to the point of our military is not exactly on a winning streak here. No, you know no, it's not. And the other thing is, all of our good fighters that were part of either Operation Enduring Freedom yeah. in Afghanistan well, they were tiring, or Iraqi man. Freedom, they're retiring. Right? Yeah, you know, they're 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 twenty plus
1: years. They're they they want to get their pension and move on to something else. And not only that, even on if the they're pri- not move on to the private sector at a nice uh, you well, know, yeah. security firm. Even
0: if they weren't at the point of wanting to retire for that, they're now being either pushed out because of the wokeism bullshit, or the vaccine mandates. Yeah, okay. I mean that's all. You know we're losing a lot of good officers yeah. because of that. Sh- so. Just another thing, uh, Biden family corruption. Oh, this was a good story that you had. The Serb laundry. Yes. Yeah, so the dirty Serbs. We now have a new country in which the Biden family crime syndicate mm-hmm. may be involved. Tell us about that. Well, okay, I'll give you like the, the Cliff Notes version. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure.
1: Yeah. Short. Right. Same old, same old, folks. There were, you know, registered foreign agents of Serbia. They tried to get a government access deal going when Joe Biden was still vice president. So again it all goes to how many countries does uh, you know <laughs> yeah I mean how compromises his family how many countries have Biden's by the balls? Yeah. Honestly. And this was uh, during, we know China.
0: This was during Biden's first term as vice president. Yeah. In which Hunter Biden coordinated the scheduling of a meeting with Serbia's president and Serbian HNWIs, which is the high net worth individuals. And, uh, you know, it's not known exactly what happened out of this, but this is just a long track record. And let me tell you something. You know, Serbs are Slavs, Mm -hmm. right? We all know that the Slavs stick together.
1: We saw that during the Kosovo thing with the Russians and the Serbians, right? Mm -hmm. If uh, the Bidens are buddies' buddies with the Slavs, Mm -hmm. you know they ain't going to do s*** invade Ukraine if there's there's a lot of connections and money to be had in the future. Future earnings
0: at risk. Mm -hmm. Not going to happen, so... Yeah. Well, you know, the the guy at the center of the issue here uh, that went on to further potentially implement these possible alleged issues, just to qualify this, Mark Doyle. He was the senior advisor to Senator Joe Biden, okay, and he was the national finance director of Biden's unsuccessful presidential run in 2008. He met with these people, especially the Serbian president and the chief of staff of the Serbian president, okay, then there was a whole bunch of foreign money that came in yeah. to his Prairie Avenue advisors, which was his essentially consulting company. Yeah. And then this same guy, Mark <laughs> Doyle, would go on to serve, this is where it gets really interesting, as the chairman of Unite the Country, the central pro-Biden super PAC that supported Biden's presidential run, through the 2020 election and raised nearly 50 million dollars. So, my God, just how badly compromised is the Biden family? We will probably never know—not during his presidency and not after, because 50 years of corruption is uh, pretty entrenched. Yeah, for sure. What else we got going on here? Oh, some COVID stuff. Let's run through this. Some good news. Biden vaccine mandate was shot down yet again today uh, by a federal judge in Georgia. The latest injunction applies to federal contractors. This is a national injunction. And that goes on top of the OSHA mandate, which so far is stayed nationally. The uh, health care worker mandate, which so far is enjoined nationally. The contractor one enjoined nationally. The federal employee mandate, which was postponed, air quote, to next year because they didn't want to take another court loss on it. The only one that's still moving forward, which I actually have a pretty big problem with, is the military. Yeah. Because we're losing a decent number of good war fighters over this stupid bullshit. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's got to come to an end. But uh, Omicron... As we predicted, Omicron! Very well, that was uh, supposedly more transmissible, but much more mild. That seems to be the case. No one has died from it. Yeah. No one's been hospitalized. You know, and then, of course, the stupid Pfizer CEO comes out this morning and is like, well, uh, you know, the more transmissible it is, the jumping from person to person, the more chances there is for new variants to come of it. And while that is scientifically accurate, I can't dispute that. It's, it's more just fear-mongering out of the pharmaceutical CEOs in order yeah. to not only get a jump in their stock price, but to sell more vaccine. Mm-hmm. It's like this whole thing is becoming a big pharma orgy. Really. Right, yeah. yeah. It really is an orgy. It was from the beginning, yeah. but now it's even worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also news coming out of Canada that's not great about Moderna. Not going to get into that yet. Oh, what happened? Uh, they're talking about the heart thing. The heart? Uh, oh, for people under 30 though, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: That's so. I don't get that. So once you hit thirty, you don't have any myocarditis. I think that's just an arbitrary
0: number. Yeah, not good. But yeah. So not you good. know, it, it doesn't seem that this is a major problem, but yet everyone's freaking the f- out about it, and the blue states especially are aiming towards more lockdowns and mandates. No, that's fine. Let them. I've been. No, Well, I feel bad for people in blue states because there's a lot of people there that don't want this stuff. You know, and they're yeah. not. And not everybody well, has then, the freedom. You know what I
1: say? Right to those people you don't like it. Rise up, storm the state capital. All right.
0: Well, let's not get carried away with <laughs> peacefully storm it. Peacefully. All right. <laughs> storm it peacefully. <laughs> nice qualification there. I mean, but you know, there, there's there's a lot of people that can't just up and leave. You know, right? No, they can't no, just, no, they know, can't. They can't. They can't move. And in New York City, the freaking mayor putting in place a uh, private employer vaccine mandate. Well, yeah, was well, it? First of all, December twenty seventh, right? Isn't mm-hmm. that the date?
1: So. If two weeks, if nobody got it, what, yesterday
0: or two Mm -hmm. days ago, you're fired? Uh, I think there is a, like, if you're in the process qualification. So, like, if you had your first shot, you're okay, I think. Okay. Uh, Talk uh, about being blindsided by the uh,
1: holidays, on the holidays. Yeah, and I'm sure it's going to get challenged, and
0: and companies may fight against it. But, you know, the other thing with this is that, i know people want companies to really stand up and fight against these mandates and i love that idea but you know if you're a small business you can't just take a hundred thousand dollars worth of fines from the government no. and be totally okay no you know they made this so like uh authoritarian yeah authoritarian. it's
1: draconian third- as all hell it's there there is no carve outs what 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 if, what if you can't get have the vaccine yeah they're like, putting there are people i mean it's rare but if you have um Epstein Bar? Yeah, there's other stuff. Yeah, yeah. you you, you, you
0: it, it is a risk to get this vaccine. They're putting the boot of the government on the necks of everybody, and yeah. you know we're we're reaching the point now where we're only few few short steps away from what's going on in Australia, uh, and that's yeah. Oh, oh. I mean, you mean outrageous. You mean, you mean you mean North Korea? Yeah, because that's it,
1: what Australia is right now. It's North Korea. It's basically what it is. People are being thrown into concentration camps. No one can leave. You got to tell the government where you're going, where you're staying. Mm-hmm. You have to, people, they they, they they hop out of the bushes and tackle you and pepper spray you and beat you.
0: And, you know, if you need to just take your garbage out, it's, uh, it's a total disaster. It's nuts. It's a total disaster. But, you know, the Omicron thing is a, uh, I think, uh, a big distraction because the rest of the news is even worse for Biden than it is on COVID. Having to do with the economy, foreign policy,
1: all of it. Did you see more more like uh, I think it was like forty eight percent of Americans who rather go back to Trump's policies? Well yeah, of course. Of course. That that Wall Street Journal poll was
0: horrifying if you're a Biden person.
1: Horrifying. Well yeah, and twenty two percent
0: approval, I believe,
1: right? Yeah, go see that.
0: Going further, I I think it's even worse than that that want him or Kamala to be in office afterwards for another term. So, you know, it it's They're totally – it's the Titanic. It is. The the administration is the Titanic. Four Uh, hours. (laughs) uh, Less than that. (laughs) Yeah, right? On many fronts, the the Titanic is sinking, and you have the White House now that's literally trying to run a state media outfit in which they persuade the so-called mainstream media in this country to report a little bit nicer on them. You saw that, right? Yeah, I saw that, yeah. That so the, it's like it's it's Palet Bureau that the White House literally has the gall to say after what the liberal media did to Trump for 4 years that Biden is not getting treated fairly by the press. So, oh my god. Can you believe that? Well, boo hoo. And that's the true irony. Yeah. How about of, if he,
1: how about he how about he he stops sucking and we won't have to Well, that's
0: the true irony of the approval ratings, yeah. Is that Biden's approval ratings are now much worse than Trump. And that was with Trump under nonstop, 24-7 barrage from not only just the, the media, but from within the, the U.S. government, people trying to undermine him yeah. at every turn, and constant assault from the media. He and Biden has the entire establishment propping him up. Yeah. I mean, can yeah. you imagine if the news... Actually reported what was going on here. They're mad that the the coverage isn't rosy enough about Biden, but it should be a hell of a lot worse. I, I it's way too early.
1: This is my. This is way too early, right? Mm-hmm. But if it keeps going like this, it's like Jimmy Carter in nineteen eighty. There's mm-hmm. th- there, there's going to be a primary challenge. Well, he's not going to run right? again. Uh, but uh, he says he is. So let's just he, say he's that, lying. I know. Right? Yeah, let's yeah, say that he ahead. is. I'm just saying, like, that's just, every single time there's been a primary challenge of the party that that's occupied the White House, it's been a disaster. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. I mean, it doesn't happen often, but every single time when there's been a primary challenge of the sitting president from his own party, that party gets
0: absolutely shellacked in the general. Well, I think <laughs> yeah. it's just going to be an open race <laughs> oh. uh, because I don't think he's going to be able to run again. No, and Kamla um, is damaged goods. Absolute damaged goods. Yeah, well, there is a couple angles on that, though. But if they, I think... Who, who do they have? Well, I think at this point, their political goal yeah. is to get Biden just through the midterms. Just through the midterms and then kind of... And then he could say, I'm you tired. know what, <laughs> I'm I'm going to not run for re-election because, you know, I think it's in the best interest of the country, that blah, 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 blah. And so then it comes to the point of, well, okay... Does he survive the rest of that term? I don't think he does. And I'm not sure that he will he, because he's he looking could, rough. He could drop dead tomorrow. Very possible. Very possible. So that's why I think if Kamala is the incumbent, are they going to challenge her from within? Maybe, maybe not. I think you could see a lot of backdoor dealing and clearing of the field. You know, whoever's going to be the the primary one to challenge her, like a Buttigieg, would be made vice president which would be very interesting given the fact that you would have a gop congress that has to approve the nomination of the vice yeah, president all right there's a lot of there's a lot of things that could happen here so i don't know that it'll necessarily be like him getting primary challenged but i i don't see a way that we get to 2024 without kamala being uh, president by then oh my god i mean he's losing so much steam so yeah, quickly no. like he just doesn't look up to the job no
1: he's frail stupid slow doesn't know where he's going he himself in front of the Pope.
0: <laughs> and farts all over the farts place. Farts
1: all over the place. He but can't... I mean, he, he probably doesn't even know
0: that... He probably thinks that the Soviet Union is still a country. Well, the worst part of all this is that the American people should have seen this
1: coming oh, yeah. oh, to begin uh, with.
0: Yeah. Right? Now, we talked about it. The conservative media talked about it. But the mainstream media covered up him being not well. Yeah. And people caught on to it. Yeah. But yet, they still voted for yeah. him. And now you have you know, a huge portion of his voters that are like... What the f*** did I just do? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, well, we told, we told you, you what you were going to we f- do, you, Right? We told you this guy was no good. You treated him he a He ran twice before and he couldn't break out. So I don't understand why yeah. this is a shock. Yeah, well, you know, the whole COVID thing and the mail-in fraud and this and that, and yeah. it, it all came into this perfect well, they, storm uh, of us. And I think they all thought, his his crew thought they could just coast for
1: four years. Well, The norms will return... And we can just put all this in autopilot. And then the they all is, got
0: punched in the mouth. The thing is, they they're not going the autopilot route anyway. They're I think, going the, I think they were until Afghanistan. It seemed like that. Yeah, but they're they it were was also very going much the, going through
1: the motions every fing day, especially with Saki until Afghanistan started to go to
0: Yeah, but at the same time they're pushing this radical agenda of these bills these nominees that's right yeah. if they really wanted to cruise they could have done it they pr- yeah they yeah could I, have I, put I forward moderate nominees they could have you know afghanistan sure would have been a blip and a total disaster regardless yeah, yeah. but you know these these spending bills are you know pushing it further and further away yeah. Right? Oh yeah, they didn't need to do this. The only but, reason they're doing this but is even, to satisfy the progressive oh, wing sure, of the party.
1: for sure, for sure. But even still, though, remember he, hes a deal maker. It was a mess getting this passed sure, through the sure. house. Was an absolute mess, and the the White House has zero credit to do with this. And probably still zero. won't pass the Senate. Yeah,
0: hopefully. zero credit. At least hopefully, if Manchin yeah. holds his word, we'll yeah. see. Yes. <laughs> I
1: mean, it was basically like Pelosi and some Democrats were like, "Okay, we got we got to drop the price." We got dropped, yeah. you know, from, you know, from, was it 3 to 1.75? And that was, even then, that really wasn't because Joe Biden was, like, you know, QB1 in all these negotiations. Mm-hmm.
0: But it went from a And return- you know,
1: sure, it wasn't Kamala who's, who was, who was right. doing it, too. Because she would have f***ed up the whole deal to begin with. So, <laughs> yeah, I guess
0: my, my point is just that, like, they could have gone the- super chill, right? They could have gone the whole, you know, quote, return to normalcy and return yeah. to establishment, moderate yes. politics, and God. this and that. And they made the decision not to, yeah. which has turned into a total disaster for them.
1: And hey. it likely
0: will lead to yeah. probably some of the worst midterm losses that Ooh. we'll ever see in modern politics. Ooh. It's at like least Hoover if in if reverse. The, at least if the things hold now. But, yeah. you know, again, Hey, listen, long time if away. you go woke, you go broke, whether it be in business or in politics. Yeah. I think we're
1: seeing that right now.
0: Uh, speaking of broke, CNN, which is a total f***ing disaster, not only in the ratings, but now in its personnel department, yeah. uh, what happened, well, there's actually multiple things going on over there yeah. right now. First up was Chris Cuomo got fired, yeah. which was great news, great obviously. News. Uh, he also lost his second job at SiriusXM, and he lost his book deal today, so. Yeah, yeah. and he's still a rich f***, so you know what? Well, was, I'm
1: not really yeah. all that upset. He is... He's part of he's part of a, a major political family from New York. He yeah. he's a Cuomo. Mario Cuomo is still is still a god up there. He's still rich. He's still famous. Well, they need he's to restore. He's not going to starve.
0: They need to restore the name of the Tappan Zee Bridge. Remember know, they named yeah. it after Mario yeah, Cuomo. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was actually the point I made on Friday after yeah. he got fired, and I'm like. Oh, so bad for Chris Cuomo. He's yeah. gonna have to go back to his huge Hamptons I know, exactly, mansion. I know. So, and oh I'm so so my sad. God, yeah, so sad. it's so tough. He's not <laughs> gonna be able to, you know,
1: buy you know
0: happy hours anymore. Yeah, Are you it, kidding me? It's just that that's ridiculous. Come on. Uh, the other thing you got going on at CNN is Don Lemon. Don Lemon is that is, is that
1: going to trial by the way? His his sexual harassment thing.
0: It could, it could. Uh, the guy who filed a lawsuit against him is going to try to force him to testify under oath in the near future and could go to court yeah. next year. Uh, it's expected how he uh, to go to court. shoved
1: his hands down his pants? Yeah. We don't have
0: to get into the details. It's, you know. It is,
1: yeah. No, it's um, it's
0: kind of disgusting. The, But the other thing that came up this week, <laughs> another L in the category of Don Lamont. Don Lamont? Is the Juicy Smouye. Oh, yeah. And Jussie Smollett. Yeah, Juicy <laughs> uh, Smouye? <laughs> who is on trial right now for his hate crime hoax, allegedly? But we and all and now soon true. to be perjury. We all know that it's true. Yeah, perjury. But too. what came out yesterday that was interesting about this is that Don Lemon was texting Jesse Smollett, and apparently gave him a bunch of information. Right. And Don Lemon never disclosed this to anybody, even though he repeatedly covered the story, including last night after I, this information I came out. I think it's time for someone to be fired. Then he could get fired too. The interesting thing is that CNN is in such a tailspin. Like I don't, I don't really know. They have no primetime lineup. Yeah,
1: they they to bring in Michael Smirkonish to fill in uh, Chris
0: Cuomo's slot, and it's like and Anderson Cooper sucks. His ratings are also in the tank. Yeah, like know. you know, CNN. It's so funny because CNN fought so hard against Trump and to get Trump out of office. Yeah. And do you remember all those times Trump said, when I leave office, their ratings are going to be... F-. Yeah. Well... Well, here it is. <laughs> here it I is. I bet you Jeff Zucker is so regretting... What a dumb... That, they took those few years of okay ratings during the Trump administration and parlayed it into massive losses, which yeah, I honestly could take CNN down could take him down and you know they could redo the entire network because there's this whole like merger deal going on so I heard they're going to rerun
1: game shows on CNN yeah
0: no that's another. the you're prim- making that no up. that's
1: on the print I mentioned like years okay. ago it, it never <laughs> happened but, but he was saying it, like that's how bad the revenue stream is if it keeps going like this they're yeah. going to have to have some sort of you know if you're Jeff Zucker a, a an insulting deal to like just yeah.
0: like reruns of game shows of, like, Password or something. Well, the, I think the sad thing is, is that <laughs> CNN back in the day was actually a good news network. Oh, when— During when, the Ted Turner days, and and, yeah. and
1: and during Gulf War?
0: Yeah. One, yeah. you know,
1: I mean, like— And li- even Iran. The movie, Life in Baghdad, that was great stuff. Yeah. They, were in, they were in the thick of it, covering the airstrikes. I mean, it was real news. Bernard mm. Shaw— and all those guys, and then it's, I know, it's become some sort of Frankenstein and woke gas
0: creature. Well, I heard a good <laughs> point earlier today was that people like uh, uh, Brian Stelter, affectionately known as Tater or yeah. Humpty Dumpty, if you're yeah. Hannity, or Oliver Darcy or Chris Saliza, who I call butthole mouth, <laughs> um, none of them would ever work at the old CNN. Oh, they couldn't. Right. They couldn't, and that's the difference. They would be you, you, you,
1: you. This is too biased to go to air.
0: Yeah, that's okay. like literally, yeah. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. Uh, sad news: Bob Dole died this Ugh. weekend. Uh, he was ninety-eight years old, and of course, he had a long and storied yeah. career. An not American only hero. In, the, in the military, he was yeah. an American hero during yep. World War II. Uh, going back to our World
1: War II references, yeah. losing the greatest generation. And then decided to dedicate his, li- uh, his life to, to public service. And yeah. uh, I think did, pretty much did so until his death. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean. Never um,
0: became president, even though he very possibly should have, honestly. Um, because Bill Clinton was a real piece of sh- Yeah. Okay. I'll I just say
1: this. I, I If I know, knowing what I know now and, and you know, how I landed politically and I had to go back to 96, I would have trouble.
0: What? I like
1: Bob Dole, but ninety six Bill Clinton? I'm saying not a lot What are you nuts? Bill Clinton was not as bad as some people say.
0: That's my hot take of the day right there. Sure. But that just goes to the heart of the issue of you never vote for a Democrat. I would never vote for a Democrat. But he wasn't a Democrat though. Bill Clinton was a Democrat. He was
1: more of a moderate Republican, if you look at his track record.
0: Okay, sure, but this is the '90s, right? We're not talking yeah. now. Yeah. You don't know anything <laughs> now. we back in the '90s, or literally, if if back, we were back back in the '90s when, okay. when Democrats
1: used to cut capital gains taxes, which is what yeah, Bill Clinton did, right? I mean, if we were back in the
0: '90s, us, yeah, right, yeah. We would be fighting against Bill Clinton like there's no tomorrow to expose his many listen, rape scandals. I know. Well, he didn't rape anybody. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Right>.
1: uh-huh. <laughs> Ask
0: a the Broad. Our, our listeners yeah. are like,
1: "What the f- happened here?" <laughs> yeah,
0: and well, listen, th- th- there's a lot of things that Bill Clinton watch did. impeachment.
1: That's a good. That was a great. That was a great series.
0: It was actually very informative. Yeah, and I. I'll, I want to read those files. Oh, I'd like to read right? the files. I too. want to read those files. There are some horrible things in those files. But yeah, Bill Clinton. On a, if you're talking about comparing men, oh, Bob, Bob Dole, Dole by like nine thousand right. touchdowns. Yeah. Now, of, of course, course, he didn't. He didn't win the election. Of course, yeah, he was more of the
1: sacrificial lamb. The economy yeah. was going through the roof. I mean, there was no way Clinton was going to lose. It was
0: also election. pre. All of the scandal. Yeah, it was right. Oh, yeah. So that was their big mistake. Was the yeah. scandal didn't come until after the election. But the other thing that Bob Dole did that I thought took a lot of guts was he backed Trump. He did. He backed twice. Trump twice in he a way yeah. that most establishment politicians. I mean, you saw what the Bush family did. Yeah. Right. Oh, but let's not forget Bob Dole took a lot of for that too. A ton. He took, even I in, mean, they beat up that poor old man. Even in his obituaries yeah. this week. Yeah. They were talking about how oh well he was a Trump, he supporter, was Trump supporter and this supporter. and that. I'm like okay. And, and, you know, that that's one thing to me that showed... When you have
1: such a storied career in life as Bob Dole, you can... And, and when you reach 90-plus 90, 90
0: years old, you can back whoever you
1: damn well please. And, yeah. you know what? Shut the f*** up. The man has
0: more than earned his right to do whatever the hell he wants. Well, and, he and, when, he, and when he was asked about that, he said, oh, yeah. Trump's doing a good job for the country. Yeah. yeah, maybe you don't agree with some of the things either he says or does or whatever, but he clearly is leading the country in the good direction and is doing well for the American people. And that was really, at, at the heart of it, was his life, is yeah. what he did. So yeah. that, that's, to me, was a huge sign of his character. Oh, IRS data released shows that Trump was right about the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, the marquee legislation of the Trump agenda, uh, because remember, they said, oh, it's only for the rich people. Not true. Not true. The middle class saw a huge tax cut that led to unprecedented economic growth until the China virus came. And they're going to have that for 10 years well, we're counting down quickly here. I'm just saying, make them permanent. That's six more make years. Make them permanent. We have to be in complete control of everything yeah. by then when those yeah. expire to
1: happen. Or, yes, or, it or, be,
0: or it could be a weird situation where the Democrats actually make
1: 80% of the Bush tax cuts permanent <laughs> during the fiscal cliff different, deal. Different, Do you remember times. that? Yeah, they made times. 80, after all the railing about the Bush tax cuts in 2013, They those mother dumb made 80% of them permanent. That was different times. <laughs> also remember,
0: Bush wasn't Trump. Yeah, that's true. That's the difference, yeah. right? It's, Although I do like the Bush tax cuts as well.
1: Well, I'm not F- saying fifty-two I, months of uninterrupted. Not saying economic it. Don't room. like them. I'm
0: just talking about, you know, how compare how they talk about Bush oh. now versus how they talk about Trump. Yeah, that's true. Right, like yeah, Trump yeah, yeah. is to hit Trump to them is basically Hitler. Right. Yeah, you know, the, which is ironic because Bush was Hitler before Trump was. Yeah. So. Um, but now Biden's gonna be Hitler. But also <laughs> the. Uh, the quote "Build Back Better" bill—if that does pass—that yeah. revokes a bunch of those oh. tax cuts. So, uh, some quick hits here: China—we're doing a diplomatic boycott of the Beijing Olympics, which I think is weak. weak we should have gone full weak boycott. Sauce. Uh, but I get that they want to let the—it's athletes... weaker than what Jimmy Carter did in 1980, and that was yeah, f- weak. You know, I, let that wa- I get that they want—I get that they want to let the American athletes compete. Uh, but I—I I think we should have just totally boycotted the whole thing Um, but i get that it's also unfair to the athletes so we'll see true
1: but it's also i mean i'm just saying this is a purely selfish standpoint it's the winter olympics we never do well in the winter olympics i like the winter i like them too but we never do well it's always the norse people that do well (laughs) for obvious reasons (laughs) although we do do well in um skate uh snowboarding
0: yeah the snowboarding we dominate we do dominate in the snowboarding uh, the DOJ is suing Texas over the new redistricting maps, even though they have a piss-poor legal argument over uh, why they're doing so. Of course, of course. Um, so I hope that the GOP will win on that. They're also suing in North Carolina, which is actually uh, a stronger legal argument because the GOP there did some stuff that normally you can't really do in redistricting. So I wouldn't be surprised if we get ruled against in that one. But I think Texas will have the win. Devin Nunez, the great Devin Nunez of Congress, is going to resign and become the CEO of President Trump's uh, recently announced media and technology company. Oh, right. Uh, So that's interesting, Uh, which, when that news broke yesterday, I was like, oh, I wonder why he's resigning. And then the first drafts of the California maps came out today. Oh, it's bad. That's why. It's bad. Yeah, Yeah, he was getting redistricted out. So this is a smart move for him. I think he's a great pick to lead that company, and he knows just how big tech uh, really is f***ing around, so... Hopefully he could take them on. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, uh, Senator David, per- former Senator David Perdue. No, no, he is the senator. Well, yeah, he actually <laughs> did win. The he did win. Time. Yeah.
1: He, the most votes ever, you know, for cast for a, a Georgia Senate candidate ever was mm-hmm. David Perdue, and he's not senator. I, I don't understand this.
0: Well, that's because of their stupid runoff yeah. rules, which but, we've talked but, about but, it. Enough, so
1: but so he is senator.
0: <laughs> he uh so Senator Perdue. Is now well. He's challenging sitting governor Brian Kemp in the Republican primary, uh, which obviously we all know uh, Kemp's sins. And I, I think that as we've talked about, what did we talk about that two weeks ago mm-hmm. about how Brian Kemp is a weak candidate regardless. Yeah. So I'm happy he's getting primary. Me too. Hopefully something go happen.
1: Purdue. I, I, I thought Doug Collins would go for it again, but.
0: Me too. I well, I think I think Doug was uh, Trump's first choice, and then yeah. Doug was like, oh, "No, no, no not let good. me take a breather. So, next cycle,
1: yeah. yeah, he has time." Doug Collins is a young man.
0: Yeah. So and of course, uh, Purdue has Trump's total endorsement, so that's good. Um, you are endorsed. Do <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> yeah.
1: Greg Abbott, you are endorsed
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> at the NRA National. Meeting. And before we go here, we have the clip of the day. Yes. President Trump on General Mark Milley. Go ahead and take a listen.
1: You got a $50 million airplane. You got a $29 million gorgeous helicopter. We had every type of helicopter. Many of them brand new, literally out of the box. 28, 29 million. We have 60, $70 million planes. You mean you think it's cheaper to leave it there so they can have it? than it is to fill it up with a half a tank
0: of gas and fly it into Pakistan or fly it back to You think, Yes, sir, we think it's cheaper, sir.
1: That's when I realized he was a fucking idiot. That's throwback Trump. Classic throwback. And because it's
0: an exact quote from Trump, no bleeps on that, Mr. Producer. No bleeps. All right. Other than that, we're going to wrap up today's show. Of course, if you want to help us fight back against Biden and his cabal of deep state leftists, you know how to do so. You'll get access to the uncensored version of Triggered which everyone who signs up loves. So go to townhall.com slash subscribe, use the promo code triggered to get 25% off. You'll be directly funding us, taking on the left, telling the truth that nobody on their side wants you to hear. You'll get access to some of the most exclusive, amazing content out there. Not only triggered Uncensored, but Matt's VIP columns, Kurt's VIP members only content, including his columns, videos, podcasts, and the list on that goes on and on and on. So you'll be directly supporting our team. Uh, Thank you so much to all of you who are VIP members and to our regular Triggered listeners. Uh, We love all of you, and we will be back here on Thursday for another episode of Triggered. Of course, you can always email us, Triggered, at townhall.com. We will see you later. See ya.